Hello, everybody. Thanks for uh, coming to another version of the EMC podcast. And today I have Thomas Henschen here. Thomas, thanks for coming. Thanks for having me. And one of the things we're going to talk about is um, some new developments on EMC, especially about uh, electric vehicle testing. So one of the things that, that you've been working on, Thomas, for the last three years, three years, years, yeah. three years yeah. so you've been working a lot closely with standards committees and um, and car manufacturers, car manufacturers yeah. and Test things like that. So, I mean, literally just packed the device this morning, right? Yeah. We're shipping the first one out. Um, that's PowerWave. Yes. So tell me the story. Where did this come from? How did this come about? I mean, what was the, what's the problem we're trying to solve? Um, you know, what, what was the... Yeah, what was the feedback from the community? Okay, so actually we, we got approached by car manufacturers and component manufacturers that they were in need for test equipment to test uh, according specific standards like the ISO 21498 or LV123, etc. And they just didn't have test equipment to perform the tests they wanted. And that's when we started to, to develop the new products. Hmm. Interesting. And, and what, I mean, what exact, I mean, what problem did they found the vehicle that needed to be, that needed a whole new test design around it? Yeah, the, the main things that uh, compared to cars with combustion engines that the, in the electric vehicle, the, the, the actual thing, the, the engine that drives the car is electrical now. So the, the high power device uh, on, the, on the car is now electrical which is a complete new world for, for the car manufacturers, for example. So, and this also causes like new problems, new challenges, and, and these things need to be tested. So what, for example? So one thing is that, for example, when you're accelerating the car, the, the, the battery voltage drops quite significantly, mm -hmm. and you need to like reproduce these uh, voltage variations. And that's where we, where we have the power wave, the new power source, uh, uh, developed for it. So one 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 reason that we made the power wave is the the different voltage curves and variations exactly. that happen in the that are defined in, in standards. It's pretty pretty fast voltage changes or like slow ones from two volt per seconds, but up, up to like the low tom pulse is uh, two hundred fifty volt per millisecond. So very fast and steep changes in voltage. Okay, and uh, and and. So the car manufacturers found these problems. They decided to write them into their own into their own standards. Exactly. And and um, and so what what is what is the case of these 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 voltage curves? What's another what's another use case? Another problem that we're solving? Yeah, one of the biggest problems in electric cars is actually the uh, the ripple currents and voltages generated by the motor inverters. So the motor inverters switched. Uh, yeah, it's just, uh, it switches, so it generates some switching noise and switching currents, and this is Ripple. And Ripple is one of the most challenges, or big, biggest challenges in electric vehicles. And the, the power wave does it on its own, or that's the reason for the Ripple in it? That's the reason for the, for the other new product, it's called Ripple in it. Okay. It's a high power Ripple generator that does specifically generate this disturbance signal, this Ripple ripple signal, which is then superimposed on the DC supply lines. So the, the, the component like the battery or the, or the motor inverters then, uh, yeah, like uh, you, you generate the ripple 
to basically disturb these, these components. And the ripple comes from, in the real world, the ripple comes from what? From the motor inverters. From the inverter, okay, yeah. okay, okay. And so, just one step back again. So, um, that means that the, that the um, power wave is used, did I use the right word? Yeah. Power wave. Power wave is used in a couple of different situations. So, yeah. until now you've talked about inside the yeah inside inside the problems that happen inside the car yeah but that's not all it can do right no that's not because once the car is like assembled together you do what is called full vehicle emc tests according ec or 10 that's the un united nations regulation and since a couple of years there's like additional tests required uh, for evs during charging and that's where also the power wave is used to basically power up the car or charge the car during the CCR 10 tests. Okay, so so it acts as a charging station. Yeah, it's the power part of the charging station, exactly. Uh, it needs another component, which is basically the, uh, the simulation of the charging station, which is kind of like a protocol uh, simulator which we don't have on our own, but which is provided by a partner called Comenzum in Germany. So the full solution is actually a power source plus a charging station simulator. Yeah. Okay, so so this, this, this necessary communication that comes back and forth from the charging station to the vehicle, that's also handled by kind of an integrated... Yeah, exactly. It's an integrated system or solution, I call it, yeah. Okay, so... so I, from the charging from the charging station simulator and what about when the charger needs to be tested do we do, do we? this is actually yeah, the, the opposite setup so if you if a, if, if a charging station needs to be tested according to the, the charging station standards uh, you need something that actually acts uh, like a load so like that, that replaces the electric vehicle during testing so the power wave can be used on this side. So it's uh, mode three, so AC charging or mode four, DC charging, but also the, the charging station has a grid side. So the supply side, which can be replicated by a power wave as well. So single split or three phase clean signals. You can, you can generate uh, grid disturbances like superimposed harmonics or, or frequency voltage variation, things like that. Okay, and do we also test simulations to the mains input to the charger not exactly yeah yeah so the power wave can actually like be placed on both sides on the input side of the charging station as well as on the on the load side so to, together with ripple and x we basically we have a we have a solution that does simulates mains disturbances to the charger mm -hmm. simulates a charger itself yeah simulates a load for the charger and simulates high voltage in, in, a, in a component test or a whole vehicle test? In a component test. In a component test. So really it's it's four devices in one? Yeah, the power source is really a very versatile source that can be used for many different applications. And, oh. and in addition to these like electric vehicle uh, tests, it can be also be used uh, to simulate grids for solar inverter testing or wind turbine inverter testings. There's also the 160 mil, uh, mil standard testing for high power equipment. So okay. it's a very versatile new source. And so what, 
it, it's not just a high voltage power supply. Not at all. No, <laughs> no not at all. It's really a mixed uh, AC and DC source, which is very fast with quite a high bandwidth. So it can cover really like a lot of different applications. Uh, how does it work? I mean, do people come to you and say, I have the specific I have the specific use case, or do people come and say, oh, I need a high voltage power supply, or is it everything in between? What, what, yeah, it's everything in between. So there are customers like the maybe the, the manufacturer manufacturers, they they're more looking for like a high voltage DC source for the component test. Uh, but there are also the test houses, uh, and they are looking more for like a, a source that, that, that can you can be used for different applications. Because for them, it's it's a, it's a matter of invest of a, like investing in a good source, and they can then basically get back the, the investment by by setting the test hours. So, the power wave is a really perfect fit for test houses where where they need to cover different applications, not only electric vehicles. Okay, okay. And th but this is not something you'd be used you, you would use for testing flicker and harmonics. You would, yeah, exactly. So the power wave is a very is a very clean source. That can be used as supply during uh, harmonics and flicker testing, where we have the, the other equipment as well, so the analyzer, right. flicker, right. pins, etc. Okay, okay. So, um, so we, we we have to source this amazing battery simulator with communications back and forth to the vehicle, back and forth to the to the charger, also back and forth to the charger. Yeah. Um, what about? So how does this work with the Ripple, the Ripple NX? That's that's a product that's that's uh, depending on when this video comes out, it's either coming soon or it's already it's already out. But so how does this work with the Ripple NX? So the Ripple NX is really used only for uh, for high voltage component testing. So it's not for full vehicle testing, and namely there the components you test is uh, motor inverters. Uh, the batteries, the high voltage batteries, but also the auxiliary equipment like the onboard charger, the DC DC converter, the other like auxiliary equipment. So the Ripple, the Ripple Enix, so the high power Ripple generator, the main focus is really on, on high voltage component tests. Okay, okay. I mean, it's, it's, it's also a different. I mean, we've had we've had, for example, the 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 the, the, the amp two hundred N and things like that. I mean, it's. It's a, it's a similar concept, but on a much bigger dimension. And, and yeah. correct me if I'm wrong, but also much more tightly integrated to the exactly. software and the whole solution. Exactly. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, so the Ripple NX is basically the, 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 the big brother of the of our small power Ripple generator. Because you have the low power Ripple generator, the M200N is, was mostly used on small power components, like uh, electrical components and low voltage components on a car. But now we need to, to generate ripple or, or superimpose ripple on the high power devices in the car. So as I said, the battery and, and, the, and the motor inverters, and that's a whole new world to us. So you need like 10 or 20 times more ripple power than, than until now we could deliver. Oh, okay. Well, what are we talking about for power? For, first of all, the... the, 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 the so the power wave is at the 250 kVA, 250 kilowatt. It can supply up to 1500 volt and and uh, 500 amps DC. Wow! And the Ripple NX uh, is twofold. So one is the, the EUT DC side. So there you can deliver couplers up to 1000 amps, 1000 volt, and the Ripple power uh, between five and 10 kVA of Ripple power. Oh, that's crazy. And the application really demands that. Yeah, absolutely. So we did, we developed it together with, uh, with Daimler in Germany, and they absolutely needed that Ripple power. Crazy. That's a lot of power. Yeah. Um, 
so what other what other kind of insight can you give into the into the the the, the system the, the the power wave and and the and the the, the ripple nx I mean, can you give other kind of kind of tips i mean so i know i know i've seen for example ripple and sometimes the ripple starts like quite low frequency mm-hmm. uh do we do it all with the ripple nx or 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 how does that work or is it is it proprietary no it's not proprietary i think well yeah there are still several ways how you superimpose ripple on DC lines. There are several, we call it coupling methods. And each of the methods has some like advantages and disadvantages. So we use the transform coupling method, which is a very uh, power effective way and very robust way of coupling. But the disadvantage is that it only works like above 300 hertz to above roughly 300 kilohertz. Right. And, but actually the ripple test starts at 10 hertz, so okay. there's a gap. And this gap we actually can fill with the power wave or the net wave. So the power wave for the lower frequency can generate the DC uh, supply plus the ripple on top of it. Okay. Yeah. So we close that gap in like a kind of a system approach. And over a certain frequency, then the the, the ripple. ripple NX jumps in. Yeah, exactly. Okay, and that's all. I mean, is it is it transparent to the user? Did he just put it in software? I want to sweep, or or how, how does it work? From it's all done by our software. So if if it's a power net wave plus the ripple NX, uh, the, the the user wouldn't notice when it switches from one to the other. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Okay. Because some of the standards, the way they're written, it seems impossible. Yeah. Put put a three hertz as an example. Put a low frequency. Uh, uh, sine wave over a transformer couple or or just figure it out somehow. No. I mean, we, we can't bend the physics, right? So right. It. But we figured it out. Yeah, we, so, we, we found a solution to basically cover, cover everything that the standard requires. Okay, that, that that's amazing. I mean, just 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 Sarah's what, what Thomas just told us. So basically, we have a device that um, simulates the charger, can test the charger, both on the input, on the high, on, on the voltage side and the as a load, right? Yeah. And simulate the 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 battery in the in the actual application. The electric vehicle component uh, yeah. tests, yes. Well, that's mm. that's. I mean, I'm, I'm 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 proud of that. I mean, that's like that's Me like too. yeah. We, yeah well, you just brought up yeah. the first one today. You have yeah. to be proud of it. Exactly. All, all right, everybody. Thanks um, for coming along for this very exciting. Um, um, launch presentation with Thomas. Uh, literally, we, Thomas just finished packing the first one uh, today. And um, and uh, thanks, I hope you found this interesting. Uh, if you if you like it, please um, put a comment down below. If you have any questions, uh, maybe something we missed, something we'd like to talk about, um, you know, that we'd like to talk about more or you'd like to hear know more about. Otherwise, I'd like to say, Thomas, congratulations on the launch and uh, thanks for coming. Yeah, thanks for having me. And thanks everybody for watching. Thanks.